Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, welcome to Podcast Monday. All right, it is December 7th. You know, the way I always look, you know, a top producer asked me this morning, what would be your focus for the last two weeks of the year? And I always go, you know what? It's going to sound weird, but in the last two weeks of the year, uh, as far as, okay, so the last two weeks of the year before the week of Christmas and the week in between. So you got those two this week, next week. Um, I would be calling everybody. I'd be over-prospecting. I'd be eliminating my competition because um, get a little crazy with social media, which is what we're going to talk about today. You know, do that kind of stuff. But, well, with no further ado, we are here today. We have Greg Chin from the Sahara office in Las Vegas. Welcome, Greg. You there? Hey, Rick, are you there? Yes, I am. Hold on a second, though. I'm going to do one more thing here. <laughs> Wait a minute. What is going on today? Hold on a second. Okay, one more time. Now, Greg, you have to hit star six on your phone. Star right, six okay. so we can hear you. There you are, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, Greg Chin from the Zahara office. Yeah. So, Greg. Good morning. You know, a lot of people in Nevada know who you are, but California and Arizona probably not as much. So, let's just start with, you know, tell them a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, because I know you're still kind of new to the business. So, give them an idea about you and all that good stuff, please. Yeah. So, hi, my name is Greg Chin. I'm based out of the hair office here in Nevada. Uh, I've been doing real estate full-time for a little over one year. I started my career pretty late uh, at 35. I think a lot of people can relate um, when they switch over to real estate that they're in some type of a career change, especially during uh, kind of these times where you might be in an industry where you have sunset it and you're now starting a real estate career. So I did that a year ago. I worked in corporate America and I realized, huh, I owned my first home at 27, continued building, and now at, or when I was 33, I built my current home and I was like, huh, I'm really not happy. So let me, instead of building someone else's dream, let me build my dreams. So, yeah, um, first year, nice. uh, 12 transactions, I said to myself, let's do one home a year. You know, instead of trying to compare myself to everyone else, one of the things that I did was just really hone into what I know I can do best, which is belly-to-belly, face-to-face. And I found um, areas of opportunities within our industry that nobody wanted to touch. And I started mm-hmm. my um, prospecting not over the phone, not even with fear of influence, just because when I worked in uh, for a company called Restoration Hardware for eight years, all my contacts were from out of state. And I felt like, huh, I needed to build something more local. So what did I do? I got some signs for open houses and just dominated open houses in 2019 and even at the very beginning of 2020. I did open houses starting um, in November, December, and by ja- middle of January, um, I was pretty much set for the rest of this year. Um, I really just did three months of open houses, did it the best way possible so that nobody could really figure out why I was always so happy, why I was always so optimistic, and why I was converting open house leads like no other. So I was really dominating open houses um, at the very beginning. Well, that's how I started. That's a little bit about me. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so Greg, listen, um, I want you to, you know, <laughs> you know, you said I started late at 35, just so you understand. 
uh, this is why I always joke with Forrest about this. I'll be 56 this month, um, and uh, I'm still two years away from the average age of a realtor. And so I figured it out. You're 23 years away from the average age of a realtor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm still very young in this industry. <laughs> you are. You're like a spring chicken, my man, even though I know what you're saying. I, I remember when, uh, I, you know, I was weird because I started real estate at 19. It was my first career. I don't know how I – I just fell in love with it right away while I was going to college. So it is most – for most people, it's a second or third career, no doubt. And mm-hmm. for a lot of people, Greg, uh, you know, it – not a lot of people have been, uh, you know, involved in direct sales. So it's a really eye-opening experience. Now, for you, coming from where you are to where, to where you are now w- – w- did you have that same experience? Was it a little eye-opening for you as well? Yeah, of course. You know, when you get into uh, real estate, you're working for yourself. It will test every ounce of your body, blood, sweat, and tear at times because you're, you are against the world. You are against right. the world. And one of the things that I recognize is that when you're trying to fight the world, don't try to compare yourself. Like one of my advice to uh, my current team is that don't compare yourself. When you're in your own lane, your own traffic lane, your freeway, there's never traffic. What you put in front of yourself is always in your mind. You always can say, I can't do this. Whoa, you just pile a pile of rocks. You know, a tire just flew right into your lane and you severe and you never get back right. on. So when you stay on your own lane, your own path, your own definition of success, you really find that your path is much clearer um, by not having so many distractions around you. But yes, I agree. That's such a great piece of advice too, because a lot of people do that and they torture themselves. You know, two things, don't compare and stop thinking about your past, good or bad, Mm -hmm. because it's over. Yeah, exactly. I would say um, think about the past doesn't help because uh your past is, I have a great analogy in your car. I use a lot of car analogies, but in your car, okay. the windshield in front of you is bigger than the rear view mirror. It doesn't mean you mm-hmm. don't look back at where you are, but you have to focus forward because we're not going backwards, we're moving forward. Right. I love it. That's a, that's a great analogy. Hey, I know people, I don't even think have rear view mirrors the way they drive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here in Nevada, come on now. Right, exactly. I, 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 I met a guy on Saturday, and he goes to me, ever since I, he moved from, like, Indiana, he goes, I don't even know why we have stop signs here, especially if you're turning right. People don't even, they, they don't even slow down. I'm like, I know. No, they crazy. don't. Not here. Not here. All right. So, um, and you know what? I'm going to tell you something, too, because I don't know if you remember this, but last July, I saw you at a party, and you were just getting going. You remember that? Yeah. We're at the yeah. Man's, uh party, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember saying to myself, kid's going to do well because, and I say kid because I'm you know, 20, 20 something years <laughs> older than you. Not because you act like you're a lot younger than me, but you, uh, I knew you were going to do well just by the way you were talking to people, conversing. You were kind of the new guy there, and you were still engaging. That's a very important part of this business. So tell us – so it, it, I know Maria Hill has used you as the poster child for TikTok. So tell us a little about your social media – not just about TikTok maybe, but all about your social media campaign and your wonderful videos and how much – it looks like you have a blast doing them too, by the way. Yeah, no, I would say, um, so right now, uh, just like open houses when I first started, a lot of people are like, oh, I really don't want to do open houses. They take a lot of time. I'm like, 
okay, well, let's put in the effort. Um, when uh, quarantine started, uh, April was like, oh, April is my birthday month. Let me challenge myself. I was like, I was either going to learn a foreign language, and I was like, oh, no, I just can't do that. I don't have the time. Uh, but that was like, <laughs> if I can force myself to do a TikTok video every single day. And I had really started to really scale up my TikTok. Um, and I now have 25,000 friends and followers on TikTok. Uh, I continue building, um, doing one to six videos a day, um, averaging about three videos every single day. And I use this as a way of grounding myself. I use the power of three in my business all the time. Don't try to get 10 things done. Just do three. Commit to three. So um, I have started my own team um, all using TikTok. Uh, I use the power of three in coaching my team. First week that someone joins my team, they have to do one TikTok. That's it. Second week, they have to scale up to two TikToks. Third week, they scale up to three TikToks. Why that aggressively? Because when you are not, when you're waiting for your license, when you're waiting for your first client to come in, you have to get into the habits, the habits of doing three things. And if you, let's say, doing the uh, attraction post and um, connecting, you get a client and you have a client meeting, great. Okay, trade one of those videos, habits, trade one of those habits and time slots for a client instead so that you can meet with one client, you, two, you do two videos. You have two clients, you trade it for one video. So you have to do two clients in one video. If you have three clients, you still have to do one video because that one video keeps you warmed up in the world of social media. Social media is just another form of meeting people because out mm. of social media during um, kind of what I call quarantine was I developed a whole new unique idea. It's called Greg.LasVegas, which is my handle on Instagram and on TikTok. So if anyone wants to follow and be along with the journey, I started Greg.LasVegas Social Club. Greg.LasVegas Social Club was me going on TikTok, doing a live video similar to Facebook Live, and basically connecting with people on TikTok. It was a habit of instead of being able to do open houses, now I have this flood of an audience that I've captured on TikTok, whether they are, let's say, a uh, young child, because TikTok, a lot of people say, oh my God, this is for kids, they all, all they do is dancing, right? Sure. But then there are actually adults that are also on TikTok. And what I do is that I, instead of sitting at an open house, I did my open house through my iPhone through my iPad. I practice the same scripting because the scripting never dictates or never uh, uh, never changes in any in, in any uh, direction. It actually is a lot better on social media because you can type it out, you can say it, you can have a script right in front of you, and nobody actually even ever notices it. So I used TikTok as a skill builder for really continuing and training my mind to have great conversations with people. But Greg.LasVegas Social Club has actually transformed my entire business. I'm now capturing leads from other states that 
see my videos, see that at the moment that they're seeing the videos, I'm going, uh, I'm live on TikTok. They come in. I get to know them. I get to know them and say, hey, where do you currently live? You know, if there were, uh, you know, three things about where you live um, that you want to um, see in your next home, what would it be? Having conversations and having that stickiness for them to come back, not once, not twice, but be in a way where I've developed this social club where I have a following now. And with this following, we actually just go out to dinner and lunches and do things around town once a week in a, soul, in a very safe, you know, physical distance way. But we are full price paying customers that just go out because when they are ready to be clients, I want them to be high-paying, full-price customers. I support my friends at MSRP, so I expect them to support me at MSRP at the end. So it's all-encompassing um, to have this. And I've built an entire wing on TikTok um, where I have um, someone reaching out to the restaurants for me. I have a planner now that actually focuses on Greg Dallas Vegas Social Club, um, planning events on RSVPing all of the people that are coming, all of that. So um, it's exciting. Instead of, you know, focusing what I call real estate, let's build an entire uh, real estate dynasty, an empire that you cannot, that can, you know, ride out any type of situation in the future. So um, right now I'm still building. I've built a team off of TikTok, meaning I've put a tracking post saying, hey, anyone living in Las Vegas and Henderson, are you interested in a career in real estate? Drop it into the comments. You know, me, drop me in the comments, and I connect with them. Hey, fill out a questionnaire, book some time on my calendar. Um, my uh, customers can go on my website on TikTok, which is located in the profile, and contact me directly. It's similar to, like, how Lorette has one-on-one -on -one training with tech. People have one-on-one -on -one meetings with me, and by doing that and having my calendar always updated and following my calendar, I now have automatically generated really weeks of meetings without doing anything from an outreach standpoint because I've trained my audience on TikTok to go on my website, to click on my website, especially when they come online, I just give them instructions. So. I might sound like I'm all over the place, but I'm trying to build. Well, tell them, give net. them an idea how you do that. Like, give, give them a couple themes and maybe a quick overview of the setup, because some of them may be thinking, you know, uh, and then also, well, let's start there. Give them a little idea of your, some of your themes for your videos and okay. how you set it up so they can. And I, and I know you're doing business from it as well, correct? Yeah. So um, how I first started, I said, just like real estate, first 10 houses that you sell don't matter. It really don't matter because you're learning about them. Just like the first 100 videos that you do on TikTok, they don't matter. Get all your insecurities out. Um, so you can follow Blake.LasVegas. He's my first agent to join my team. And I shared with them, your goal is just to hit 1,000 because 1,000 is the key number you want to hit on TikTok on any social media. Because once you have 1,000, it kind of continues to scale up. Um, some of the themes that I have, um, I basically am city positive, meaning I promote the city that I live in, both Las Vegas and in Henderson. On social media, someone may like your video and follow you, and it could be a restaurant that you've recently tried. 
It could be a hiking trip that you recently taken, or it can be um, exploring Mount Charleston. Even I have a video on my um, TikTok that explores um, what is it? Uh, explore Palm Springs because I went there for a day trip. Just saying, hey, Palm Springs is only four hours drive away from Las Vegas, and being able to connect with people in a more realistic way. I saw um, success in really not just promoting real estate because I want to not only capture current audience, those that are ready to buy and sell immediately, but I want to capture those that are currently renting, that may be ending the lease, those that may be just getting out on their first time doing their first rental. Social media is such a great way to connect with a range of audience. Um, when you're doing a variety of content, but ultimately you have to be um, you have to be very um, honest with yourself. Don't try to put a persona on. Everything that you see on TikTok and everything that you see on live, and even when you meet me in person, I'm pretty much the same person. It's not crazier in people. I'm actually more tamed on a video, but <laughs> I share that it's. You know, you have to be uh, yourself. You can't fake it. Not not on social media because people can say, oh, I don't like this person or this person doesn't, you know, I don't jive with that person. Not authentic. Yeah, you have to be authentic and you have to be, um, you have to be okay not being everyone's cup of tea. I, that's number one. If you try to, if you try to get everyone, everyone's not going to um, follow you. But if you have right. a niche where you're focusing on uh, what you do, um, it can really explode. And my niche on um, social media is to help every possible person get through one chapter of their lives and into the next. Whatever that may be. It might not even be a house. Maybe someone just needs a friend. And maybe instead of working my own sphere of influence, I need to have other people that are fans. You know, Mark talked about this, I want to say, like three months ago on uh, his Facebook Live. It's like, how do you have loyal fans? When you have loyal fans, they're going to keep you top of mind. They're the ones that are going to be advocating for you and what you do because you're just not a realtor. You know, real estate is just what you do. You should not be defined as a realtor in your personal life and that you have to be committed to who you are at the end. Right. Cool. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. And what about, okay, so um, that's a lot about TikTok. Any other, what about the other social media that you use? So um, I have Instagram, um, but I am sunsetting from Facebook at the end of this year. Facebook has been, um, it's just a lot of old, I think for myself, it was like, it was, I started Facebook when it first started, uh, when it was rolled out just for university. And for myself, I was like, oh, I have a lot of uh, existing contacts that don't even interact with me on Facebook, meaning I just don't I, – I felt like I've lost a lot of steam, so I'm sunsetting that. I'm using my Instagram as my catch-all for my business. Once I have a um, possible lead or a strong lead where I want to connect, I share with them, hey, um, are you on Instagram? Because in Instagram, you can do voice messages, you can share images, you can have dialogue in the inbox um, of Instagram. So I use Instagram as my funnel. So if you saw, if you were to compare my um, TikTok to my Instagram, my TikTok is my funnel. 
And my Instagram is the very tip of my funnel because once someone's in my Instagram, I'm just waiting now. I'm just waiting for them to pull the trigger. They either have had a conversation with me over the phone, over Google Meet, uh, and they're waiting for a pre-approval letter or they're waiting for, um, you know, decision makers to make decisions. Um, I use that as a way of uh, funneling through TikTok and into Instagram just from a staging my business standpoint. And, you know, what's okay. great and, one, and why I love TikTok is that I got a listing off of TikTok, $800,000, $800,000 off of TikTok. I had a wow. customer contact me on my website and said, huh, someone says selling consultation, 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. Because when you get these leads, you can't necessarily always be so excited. You know, you kind of have to treat every lead as a quality lead regardless of how it comes. So I didn't invest too much in it. Had a phone consultation for 15 minutes. Because the purpose, one of my uh, things that I share with my team is that all you want to do is have another meeting. Come on now. Because now I talked with him for 15 minutes. The following day, I went to his home, presented him a four-page uh, presentation, only four pages. Because my goal is not to sell his current home. Because once I uh, have a meeting, I'm confident that I'm going to land that meeting and score that. Because my goal was not only – did he share with me he's trying to sell this house? He needs to sell his current house that he's living with. And now that he's married, he needs to buy another one. So uh, this simple TikTok lead um, went from one home of selling to basically two following transactions. And by calculating that, this lead, by doing this, is a $2 million sales lead after everything wow. was said and done. So it's not anything that I was like, you know, shocked by, but at the same time, I was shocked by how simple, when you have your processes in place, you can um, get a listing presentation, or get a listing in basically an hour and 15 minutes. So basically, I talked to him on Sunday for 15 minutes, went over to his home after he was done with work um, on Monday. On Tuesday, um, I sent everything to have him e-sign. And then by the time he e-signed, I met his house, at his house. I got my lockbox, locked it up, left the key in there. And two weeks later, we launched and we put the listing on uh, – uh, the listing went live on Thanksgiving Day. And every, nice. and every weekend since then, I'm doing an open house at that listing. So basically laying on what I uh, redeemed on social media and applying what I did – um, when I first started this career, uh, open houses, and I'm using that open house as training. So I'm using that as um, for my team, for our other agents I was gonna say, yeah. the open houses, because I am very thankful for everyone, those agents that have been here um, at Berkshire, because, you know, Dan Mom had an open house. I asked him, hey, can I do an open house? Like, sure. My first open house was in Boulder City. Awesome. You know, Tim, uh, Tim Dunn as well um, had an open house. I did one for him. So it's like now it's my turn to give back, to coach, nice. and to give opportunities for others. I love it. I love it. That's right. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we have a very unique company because that's very common, and I really appreciate that. That's so awesome. So, all right, so what's your goal for next year? What do you think is possible for you? <laughs> So my goals are not necessarily like, oh, hit X amount uh, in dollars and sales. So I have three goals. 
Number one mm-hmm. is have one, $1 million plus listing in 2021. The second goal that I have is have 10 agents on my team by the end of 2021. I have one agent already uh, uh, signed on to my team. I have another agent signing on um, tomorrow uh, at the Sahara office. So I'm hoping to bring one member on basically on average of every three to four weeks to train. I would love to bring all 10 at the same time, but that's great. And then the last goal that I have is having 100,000 followers on TikTok. Why did I not put a dollar goal? Because I know in order to reach these goals, I have to put in the activity to do so. And if I said in order, if I I met all three of these goals, um, my uh, production would be at $50 million for the entire team. Yes. Okay. Good. So it's a very aggressive goal. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. So my favorite question. Okay. Uh, I love, I love your goals too. My favorite question is, okay, so now knowing what you know now, what would be the three most important and pieces of advice you would tell new agents or agents trying to take it to the next level? I would say be yourself, strip down your ego. Why I say that is when you feel attacked on social media or when you feel attacked, really, I'm just going to talk about social media. When you feel attacked on social media, it's because you built up this ego, this image of who you are, who you want to be, and when someone attacks it, you've worked years to build that up. And it doesn't feel good when someone attacks it. But if you're your right. authentic and you are yourself and you're like, hey, I don't like the shirt that you're wearing, cool. It just brushes it off because that's your favorite shirt and you move on. So right. how do you be more authentic to yourself and just let the ego go? Because the image, you know, whether you are working in the hospitality industry I hear a lot of new agents basically referring back to their old life. Oh, I used to do this. I used to do this. Future customers and clients don't care what you do. Plain and simple. That's like really my advice. Like be yourself and don't, and let the ego go. Number two, um, this is what I actually um, coach in my team. Instead of thinking I need to have clients, I need to have clients, I need to build a pipeline, start with this simple phrase. The purpose of a meeting is to have another meeting. When the meeting stops, the meeting stops. So I'll say that again. The purpose of a meeting is to have another meeting. When the meeting stops, the meeting stops. Take one client. If you met a client at an open house or you met a client through or a customer as a friend um, and they become a client and they – want you to help them buy. Well, sometimes you can lose a client during the process. Instead of thinking, let's try to close a deal, let's try to close a deal, let's try to close a deal, let's just try to have another meeting. It doesn't mean you're going to have 10 meetings before you close a deal. You can have two meetings and close a deal. But after that meeting of closing the deal, you still want to have another meeting. So if you just focus on the purpose of a meeting is to have another meeting, when the meeting stops, it stops. Because once those meetings stop, that paycheck and that income and that flow stops. But if you can have lots of meetings happening um, throughout your week, to me, that is more valuable. And that's why I train on having three videos done on social media every single day, seven days, not even on Monday to Friday or five days. That's 21. That's 21 possible client and customer meetings that you can have throughout the week. 
unless I have 21, I'm still going to continue doing TikTok and videos and getting and putting myself out there. I would say the oh. last uh, piece mm-hmm. uh, of advice is, you know, don't do it for the money. I, you know, at the end of the day, that's, uh, that's something hard to say for everyone, but for myself, I just want to help as many people as possible. When your heart is pure, people will find you um, in the right way. So in this past weekend, uh, the team and I had an open house on a Friday. There were only four people that came into the house. Let's just say all four people, we got them to stay at the open house for about 15 minutes. We got phone numbers. We got uh, social media accounts. And even a neighbor invited us over because she was planning to sell. I already had two meetings with another agent that was doing uh, the open house with me. We already had two meetings with her already. And right now, it's more about we need to find her the, the, the house. We want to stay in the neighborhood. So you have right. to be able to see the quality in all your leads and find a way to connect with people. Um, and I would say when you do it for the money, you're going to chase the money. There are other ways to make money. But when you just want to create the story and share the experience, Everything becomes so much easier. You become, I think, a better person. Uh, and, you know, one of the goals, um, Rick, uh, that I have on mm-hmm. the vision board, so we did a vision board activity uh, last uh, month. And in the middle of it, I put Bravo TV goals. Why? Because that's a, that's a very lofty vision. I would love a TV show. Why not? You know, why not? If not now, when, right? But if in order to build that TV show to have this ultimate – um, you know, real estate career, lifestyle, and whatnot, I have to put in the work to do so. And there are a lot of steps in between, but if I have that as my goal, as my grounding goal for um, next year, it's a fun goal to achieve. So we'll see what happens. Right. No, it's great. That's awesome. I really love it. Good goals. Love your focus, energy, positive, and so forth. Well, hey, and, and perfect timing, too, because time's up. We are – um, I really want to appreciate you uh, say thanks, Greg, for taking time out to today. Greg Chin, ladies and gentlemen, from the, from the Sahara branch. Uh, thank you very much for taking your time out today. Really appreciate it. Good stuff. Hopefully you guys were taking notes. This will be on my podcast forever. It will be on there probably by 11 o'clock today, whether you have Podbean or the podcast app uh, on your Apple phone. And it will also be on my YouTube channel, which you should also be subscribed to. So, Greg, thank you. Everybody else will pick it up in a week. Look at you got two weeks to kick butt. Kick butt. All right, guys, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Thank you, everyone.